0: Hi everyone. This is LOA Uncorked with Gina and Holly. We intend to have some fun around law of attraction principles. Let's discover and unleash the magic that exists inside ourselves. Tune in as we go on the hero's journey together to uplevel our lives with no bullshit, all truth, and nothing but fun. Grab a glass and join our virtual VIP conversation. Everyone, welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly, and this is Gina, and we are still in COVID. What? Lockdown. Lockdown. Oh so my God, Gina, stupid. I know. But I miss your face. It's not, but it is. I know. I miss you too. I miss everybody, but I, yeah. I, I supremely miss you. Okay. Well, thank you.
1: I don't think that's I true, mean, but I appreciate the I don't, nod. You feel like you. it's obligatory. It's obligatory right now that you have to say that. I'm
0: against you right now. No, I'm against you. So she's in her house. I'm in my house. She has a better microphone than me. She sounds better. And guess what? She's in this like styrofoam, like, I don't know what it is. And she doesn't look at me. I don't like that she doesn't look at me. Well, I can't put you in front of my face and I have to look forward. Look at this. Do you see this? Do you see this on my head? Look at it. Uh, It looks like like your forehead. What do you mean? Well, listen, you've seen me for how many years? I have yeah, a scar on my like head that I ran into a wall when I was five. That explains everything.
1: Okay. Well, the scar must be more internal than external because there is zero scar. You
0: see that? I'm peering at you. I know.
1: I hate when you do that. See but that? It's on are, my right side. I feel a little safer. Does that
0: mean something?
1: If you're behind the scene. Uh, no. <laughs> No. Well, I mean, it, the right side is kind of the more, right-brained is more like ethereal and creative. I know. Which- No, that's what happened to me. It jog, it jog some of that for you.
0: Well, speaking of that, you know, we both have probably similar talents. And one <laughs> of your talents is not being a medical practitioner because somehow <laughs> people are worried about my gallbladder. Okay. Yeah, I, I apologize. And getting jaundice. And me getting jaundice. Uh, <laughs> well, me
1: getting jaundice. <laughs> I, I mean, I it, my point was that people aren't inspecting you. And so we wouldn't know if you were like yellowish. So I was just saying, like, if there's a pain in between your boobs and other important spots, like... I Like was ho- the unja? Yeah. I mean, I was just hoping it was gallbladder because it's not <laughs> necessary. And therefore... I just wanted you to know what the signs were. I mean, pain, uh, you didn't want to oh eat, and Oh my God, stop it. Stop I'm the sorry. nonsense. But you feel oh
0: fine? You feel fine, and but there I'm, have been people I'm concerned I'm about I'm perfect. you. I'm perfect. But you know what? My my sister-in-law, T, who's, we call her Big T, mm-hmm. is, she's not big at all. Like, she's the opposite of big. Okay, but <laughs> yes. my daughter is Little T. She's Big T. Okay, so T said that my <laughs> pain was from st- Stuffing, like I was trying to not cry and I would stuff the tears down. And so the tears, mm. the stuffed tears accumulate in a cesspool. Well, she didn't say that part of the cesspool. Oh, <laughs> the my, gallbladder. My, no. It, <laughs> it is not the gallbladder. It's a cesspool of, of a spot in your body that you don't want to create a cesspool there. And it's because yeah. I didn't cry. And she's right. Like I didn't release my tears and I stuffed them down. And I don't know. I mean. Oh, well, that so makes me sad. So there you have sad. it. I so, know. So it's not my gallbladder. I'm not sick. I I need to release my tears. And, you know, today is all about mirror, mirror on the wall. And we're going to make sure you release your tears in front of the mirror and embrace all of that. Like right now,
1: like, do we have to do it no. in front of a mirror or you're just saying
0: no, like hypothetically? Hypothetically. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Perfect. Good. Good. Okay. So mirror, mirror on the wall. Like, so this yeah, is like Tell a, me about
0: that, Gina. It's
1: like a Sleeping Beauty sort of thing. Like, what do you mean by that?
0: Like, was she sleeping? No, she was looking in the mirror. That wicked witch person was looking in the mirror, right? Disney like should fine us. <laughs> we should get a fine. <laughs>
1: So true. I think I said that on the last one.
0: <laughs> we should get, you did. and it, it, it continues. Okay. So Gina, well, okay. Mirror, mirror on the wall was who's the finest of us all, but we're not talking about who's the finest. We're talking about looking in the mirror and owning what you're putting forth.
1: Right. Right, Gina? Right. For sure. Yep. Yeah. And I think we've talked about it on the podcast before about, you know, kind of finding your tribe of people that. Will help you see the good and and the not so good in yourself. Um, I think the mirror mirror we were talking a little bit about. You know, this is a time of reflection. Like this is a gift to all of us, and so you know, really refining what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what um, what your gifts are, what people seek you out to do, and and really where you know, we all have our stuff that needs to be worked on. And, and, you know, finding the tribe around you that helps hold the mirror up and say, look at, look at how spectacular you are, look how beautiful you are. And look at, here's an area where I know you can do better, or I see different in you, or don't be that ugly. Like, don't, don't stoop that way. Don't, don't, cave, don't be weak in that way, you know, those kinds of things and, and finding that that tribe and really listening to them and using this time to, to hone in on what makes you beautiful, better, and you, the best version of yourself.
0: I agree, Gina. And but before we go to mirror mirror, I really feel like we should talk about, well, I mean, this is not a linear podcast. So I apologize, but not really. Okay, well, so <laughs> has uh, <laughs> have, have any of them been? <laughs> No, okay, okay, but I really want to talk about Bob Ross. No, so here, oh, yes, Lord. Bob Ross. Okay, so I, uh, so listen. Apparently, I'm a puppet, and my puppet master had me watch a series <laughs> of Bob Ross. Okay, I think he had anger management issues, Gina. Who, the puppet master or Bob? No,
1: Bob, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bob Ross. Want to be clear, but because honestly, Bob looks
0: like the epitome of calm. Listen, he's not. Okay, so, you know, Mr. Rogers, he was true. He was Mother Teresa, but Bob Ross, let me just tell you something. I watched a full 25 minutes of his slow ass. Okay, okay. And, you know, Gina, you're, you're pretty good at handing out those uh-huh. Uh-huh. categories, like deviant uh-huh. and
1: <laughs> yep. anger
0: management uh-huh. and... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm listening to him. I'm like three glasses of champagne in. Okay. Well, here as uh, you <laughs> and as the, you, only you Here's should the do. real part of the story. Okay, keep going. Okay, never be sober watching Bob Ross.
1: Well, okay. When I, I watched him, wait, I was like
0: nine. I mean, he was perfect at nine. What do you mean? Because. You don't get the references. Okay, so at nine, we don't get the references. Okay, so when I'm watching mm. him with my champagne, he was like, I only have the only control I have at my house is for the garbage. Oh. And I was like, dude, right? Okay, he just slides that in with his happy little accidents. Okay. And then <laughs> I mean, right? You know, I did notice even even as a young child,
1: some of his brush strokes are a little aggressive. <laughs> I mean, the tapping of the, especially the tops of the mountains, are very, very, very aggressive. Like the tapping is Do you a little think he's tough.
0: Angry? See? Yes. Well, now that you yes. say
1: that, I don't remember the garbage yes. reference, but the tapping, I remember going, "God, man, he's like, must be he's trying must, to take off somebody's head. We must, must, you must have to have some power behind it to get the." Right effect. That's all I was thinking. I mean, I wasn't thinking anything like
0: oh he was no, a deviant no, no. Anger or a management. Okay, angry so, man. Hmm. Let me keep going. Then oh, he gosh. starts talking about his little fish because he's doing a sunset with some fish and I don't know. <laughs> some trees and some happy little brushes and bushes <laughs> and I don't know. Anyway, so so <laughs> so he says, Oh, I like me I like me some fish. Okay. No, he didn't say it like that. He goes, I like to fish, okay. And then uh-huh. he says, he says, I like to um get them on my hook, and then I take them out and catch them, and then I pat them on their little tushy and I put them back in. Oh, well that's
1: <laughs> that's the opposite of angry.
0: I mean he pats them on the tushy. Yeah, that well, okay. Well, Maybe he was just trying to appeal you know he's trying to control
1: somebody no yes. no 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 listen yes. I, I I think it's sort of like Disney yes. Disney movies like if you watch it as an adult you get all of the jokes we were talking about you know Aladdin and the genie last podcast we there yes. were a lot of things in Aladdin and that my dear Robin Williams genie said that were hysterical for adults, but the kids missed it so. I kinda maybe think he might be kind of like that. Like he's a Disney padding character. Patting a fish.
0: Patting a fish on the cuckoo or the poo-poo or whatever he'd said. Uh-uh. No,
1: oh, he didn't call it something kooky like that, did he? <laughs> he did. Oh, okay. Well
0: I think he'd get the deviant reference from you.
1: He might. Well, I have to go back and watch now because I have anytime I watched him as a kid, honestly the volume was Please way drink. down drink <laughs> okay all right <laughs> well all right then if you say so holly i will oh
0: my god you have to okay so i think there's some issues there okay and, you know the thing that like i like to point out is things that we took for granted that he was like this even-keeled person he obviously had pent-up issues if he says the only control he has at home is the garbage yeah that's, i mean that's not good. i mean that's that's not good, Gina. I no, believe. no,
1: that's not good. Okay, well, let's talk and about this a
0: fish. And... Yeah, well, let's yeah, let's I talk
1: mean, about man. this this manipulation thing of you to watch this. Like, how did that happen? Speaking of, you know, all kinds of crazy, you know, interesting things that we do as adults. Like, how did you come up to watch this Bob Ross show? Was it suggested to
0: you? I have no idea. I mean, who knows? Mm. I mean, like, I get, I get all. I mean, hmm. hmm. I don't know. Listen, was was this particular
1: episode suggested to you to watch? Like, how did
0: this happen? Well, yes. Well, yes. Okay. But you know, like I'm a puppet for all kinds of puppet masters. So there oh. you go. Oh,
1: All right. Well, I'm going <laughs> to leave that one right alone, Miss <laughs> Muppet.
0: Uh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're not talking about the gallbladder. We're not talking about the unja. We're not talking about any of that. What we're going to do today with Mirror Mirror on the Wall is we've had some questions. Yes. And uh, people have asked us questions. And Mm -hmm. Gina and I want to do a live Q&A. And once we have people that really want to listen to us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Please listen to us. Just give us, I mean, just throw us a couple questions. I mean,
0: yeah, just throw us a few. Throw us a bone or two. We want to do live questions. So honestly, reach out, put it in our, uh, I don't know. Like you can, what do you say, Gina? They, sh- they could
1: just reach sent-
0: out through our website
1: or. Or e- LOA uncorked at com.
0: Oh yeah. You can send us a send us email. An email. You can, yep. I mean, listen, Yeah. anything you want to do to us, we are, we are for it. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> taking all life.
1: suggestions.
0: Yes, we want to, we want like, get into live Q&A, um, and we think that that, you know, connecting with our audience and understanding where the push points are would be really important. So today, what we did was we took a sample of a couple questions that have come across recently, yep. and the first one is, uh, well, actually, it was my son's friend who had called my son and my son, and I could hear because he was in the room. So they talk loud so I can hear. And my son was giving him nothing. He was like making stupid noises on the phone, like just dumbass noises, noises. And I could hear the other person on the line said he was sad. Hmm. And I don't, you know, I don't know if this is a young man thing. I mean, maybe it's a man thing when another man says they're sad, you don't know how to deal with it. And so I, I told Nikon, give me the phone, and they were like, "Yeah, let's get Mama Moini to <laughs> talk about this." And so he said, "He goes, I'm just really sad right now. Hmm. You know, what do I do? How how do I how do I feel better?" So was this and recently, Holly? Yeah, it was like a day ago. It was in the middle of COVID lockdown, okay. and. So, you know, the first thing I said, Gina, I was like, you know what, it's normal and okay to be sad. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people that are sad, even people that, uh, there's a lot of reasons to be sad and we can't, I don't like to judge like whose sadness is more than another person's sadness. I just think sadness is sadness. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And
0: so we can't judge our child who didn't get to go through graduation, who's sitting here waiting to get a job or yeah. an apartment I'm paying for in Nashville that he's not at, you know? Yep. I don't know. You can't judge that. Right. So sadness is sadness. So Gina, I, I'm going to say that, Gina, I'm going to say that the, this COVID thing, we have a global epidemic of grief. Yeah, no doubt. And it is not- at all stages.
1: Your gallbladder. It is
0: not my gallbladder. No,
1: no one's gallbladder. I mean, maybe some people's gallbladder, but, but I do agree, Holly. I mean, there is this just core disillusionment about how life is supposed to work without all of process, uh, routine, structure, tradition. It's tough for people. It's really tough for people. And it's really struggling for people. Um, and, and I think, uh, the harder it is for you to kind of find your new norm and a different groove, the, the more anxiety, sadness, pain that you're going to go through. Not that you won't go through it anyway, because I do think, you know, grief is about mourning something that's lost. And when you lose even just a routine or something that you've gotten comfortable with that you feel successful with that you feel you've earned deserved i mean there's a whole host of things that could be it's sad it's sad it's 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 a loss it's a mourning and that has to you have to process that and even to come up with something
0: short term right Absolutely. And I think uh, this is what I would say about it. And I was telling this to a friend of mine uh, that I was trying to articulate how this spectrum of emotions that happens. So I used to ride what's called the STP Seattle to Portland mm-hmm. bike ride. I did that. I don't know how many years I did it. Uh, I probably did it seven times. I don't know. But the last time I did it, I, I was brilliant. It must've been when I hit my head. Um, uh, when I was five. And uh, I thought, well, I don't need to train. Let me just get on my bike and ride. And so anybody that rides a bike knows that you cannot get your butt ready to, I mean, you need some training on the unja, the butt, the whole, like, Gina, don't t- let me talk about those areas. <laughs> I
1: know. I try not to, which is why I divert to the golf bottom.
0: Listen, I, after that ride, I had to bend over. I made my mom look at my ass and I said, is there something wrong with it? What what broke? Like I thought I had a broken ass. Is Is it possible to have a broken ass? I think
1: so, but I don't think a bike ride would do it.
0: I mean I think technically no, I, you could. I had a broken ass. Okay, uh-huh. like I had a broken ass and my unja was, I don't know, out of commission for I don't know how long, but a long time. Yep.
1: Doesn't matter how long. I mean <laughs> let's just move on. Okay, so you did this STP ride right? no. and and then Let me you get re- back to the point. Yeah, you recovered after the unja and the butt and all that. Yep. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> okay it really has nothing to do with the endurance. I have no doubt it doesn't mm-hmm.
0: okay so no. here's the story is you get on the bike ride and even if you didn't train you'd go through a lot of these same emotions unless you're like a physical specimen of an athlete and I am not okay but mm-hmm. what would happen is about halfway you're like what the fuck did I do yeah and then you're like I'm not gonna make it And then there comes a swell as you go of, okay, I can do it. I mean, the Bear Garden is in Portland. You know, like I can make it. Right.
1: Uh, Priorities.
0: (laughs) That's why why you have gallbladder
1: issues. But keep going.
0: (laughs) I know, right? Okay, so yeah, that was a long time ago. But anyway, and then you get to a point where, I mean, honestly, like you go through so many emotions that you're not gonna make it and that you're sad that you even started it in the first place and what the hell are you doing? And it reminds me of COVID in that it's okay to go through, I'm sad, I'm grieving. I'm not gonna make it. Uh, It's never gonna be good. My life hasn't started. There's a lot of people that don't think, that think they're on permanent pause. You are not on permanent pause. Yeah. Um and when you feel that sadness, I'm going to say, don't swallow it where your gallbladder is. Don't make it a cesspool. Look for feel the, it.
1: Look for the beer garden. Yes. yes. Look for the
0: beer garden. <laughs> it's
1: right and around the corner.
0: That's it's right around the corner. And so it's okay to be sad and I don't know whether You'll have tears with that, but it's okay just to wallow in your sadness yeah and to reach out to somebody who does more than groaning like my son <laughs> made like caveman noises like that's not helpful so reach out to somebody who can hear you <laughs> and listen and hold space for you yeah and yep yep uh, what else would you say, Gina? no, I think that's
1: perfect and and I do think you know those people that don't just grunt but who know you and know your strengths and know where you might be more challenged can be more helpful in terms of saying, you know, here's where I think you should focus. You know, you've been talking about this, that, or in the other thing, use this time to to build those muscles and build that strength and then be careful not to be so bum, bummy or down or, you know, whatever the na- the more uh, ugly side of all of us might be. And I think, you know, unfortunately with any sort of uh, challenge like COVID um, or the STP, um, you know. I think you your natural traits around you know what what you're scared of and what you're most concerned about will come out. <clears throat> and I think anybody who knows you really well will be able to say, "Hey, you know, I know this is sort of a, a challenge area for you. Don't think about it like that. Think about this or that or the other thing, and 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 focus on the positive." And so I. I Aside from people not grunting when they give advice, I think, you know, making sure you reach out to those people who know you well and hold the mirror up to see the beauty in you and hold the mirror up to see the ugly and use this challenging time to come out stronger, better, a more evolved version of yourself. And yeah, you're going to be sad part of part of it. We all will be. So that's what I say.
0: That's good advice, Gina. I just want to tell you the STP is like 200 miles I know of biking. I know. It's not a fucking joke. It's stupid. I mean, that's way too long <laughs> to be on a bike. I have yeah. no idea. What I, I would always do it for a mental challenge. Anyway, let's get into question number two. Okay, let's do it. Question number two is, I've been dating this guy. This is not me, per se. This is just a so this question. So is, this is the question. Yes, this is a question. Okay. So I've been dating this guy, and he seems really perfect, but I don't know. Something just feels off. How do I know what to do? Hmm. And Gina, like, listen, trust me. When I have this shit going on, I go straight to you, okay? <laughs> because somehow I'm not a good navigator of dating, okay? But I'm going to get better. Cancel, cancel. I'm going to be really yeah, good. Yeah, I know you're but...
1: really good. You're really good. So
0: the So the person seems perfect. Yeah. And you're hitting it off, but in the back of your mind, something there's got to be some yellow flags going off. Right. So for you with this would, person. So how how do we how how do what advice do we give this person? Well, um, I think
1: uh, find your people that you know will question and and, and ask the tough questions cuz it sounds like with anything like this, Holly, you know the drill. Like you know it well. Oh, I do. I know. Unfortunately. The closer you are, the harder it is to articulate, especially when the optics, the audio doesn't match the visual, right?
0: Ooh, I love that. The, Say that again, Gina. The
1: audio doesn't match the visual, and you're so- I So think, what
0: he's saying yes, that, doesn't match what or, he's or doing. Or what he's
1: doing doesn't match the image, the- The I think you said the beginning of the question was he seems great or seems perfect or it seems yes
0: he's perfect right right
1: like Mm -hmm. but that can be our own illusion too like it is what we well we project project right yes exactly okay
0: so for example I had this one date now this is not my question but so now you're, you're
1: hijacking this person's question.
0: I am because I want to. <laughs> so I had this one day It is your with podcast person, so. and I thought he was really great. Uh-huh. It is. Yeah, I can hijack what I want to hijack. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so uh, and I'm going to get to a point for this other question that I think is valid. Yep. Is uh, I would be at his apartment or at his condo, and he would not walk me to my car. At night. Was this recently or is this back back in the day? No, no. This is more recent. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and that's so not okay. so
0: I was like, but everything else seemed, well, they're, not everything, but like things seemed good. But I was like, I was bugged by that.
1: But this is someone who's, I'm assuming, given this is relatively recent. I mean, these are people that are, no doubt, you don't date anyone that's they're not adults. successful. Yeah. Adults. Uh, well positioned in the world. Yes. Um, yes. That by all external accounts uh, would be somebody that would have all the right accoutrements, uh, manners, um, and know what how to treat people, and let alone a woman. Right. So,
0: right. Okay. Not that it was dangerous, but it's just. Form and how you want to be treated. And so I go back to this question and I would say if you think they're perfect and everything has been going great, but you have a question in the back of your mind, you need to figure out what that why do you have that question? Is it for things like they're not treating you in the respectful manner? Now, I'm not saying, well, I don't know. I mean, for myself, he better get his ass out there and walk me to my car at night. That's some bullshit, yeah, okay, absolutely. and I didn't say that, but that means that something else is wrong. Why didn't you say that right well i i dis- i made excuses, okay. I was like, okay, well, I'm right down the elevator and I'm out the door. i made it I made fucking excuses for him right. because there were other things that were. Good. And so I think. And you wanted it to be what you
1: thought it was, which was better than uh, good. Yes.
0: Which was better than good. Right. Right. Mm. And so we make excuses for behavior that just doesn't work for us. Now, I'm not saying that that would be this other person's issue. Right. But I am saying that if there's somewhere in the back of their mind that they're saying, You know, something isn't working, there's a reason why they feel that way. Right. What areas are you giving away your power? What areas are you not sticking up for yourself? What areas are you just being minimized by that person?
1: Well, and what's important to you? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, some people may not, that might not be a big issue to be walked to your car. Right. I think for somebody who's looking for a, stand-up, long-term, committed partner who cares about you, your happiness, your safety, that's kind of a big deal to not walk you down. Especially in, well, always. I'm just not even going to say that. Always. If that's important to you, someone who cared about understanding what was important to you would have said, hey, I typically would just hang here, but if you don't feel safe, I'm happy to head down with you, even if that's not in their makeup or nature. In terms of partnership, it's a it's not a one-way street. It's not what works for me, I expect works for you. It's about understanding what's important to each person. And no doubt, no doubt, I just know you well enough, no doubt you you did that and understood and listened for the cues, even if it's not overtly asked. This person or your situation certainly screams somebody, there should have been more communication about what was important and, and more give and take for sure.
0: I do think so. Although I do think like, I don't think that your partner needs to read your mind. Okay? No, so I, don't I agree. I, that. No, I'm but not that's saying that fucking half ass that if that's not in your DNA, then you're not for me. And I should have said something from the very beginning. Okay. Correct. And Correct. you know what? Thank God for him because great lesson, you know, it's never going to happen again for me. Yep. Uh, and so that's, I mean, if, every relationship that you walk down that path with another, whether it's uh, a few months or years, uh, it's a reflection of things that you need to work on yourself. And so I got the option of, well, the opportunity to work on myself and that was a small issue. There were others. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but when I go back to this question, I'm like, well, I feel a kinship to this question in that there had to be signals that something was not right or you wouldn't feel that way.
1: Yep. Yep. 100% agree.
0: Or you're scared of commitment or scared of, mm. I don't know, being hurt or whatever, but I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I actually think I actually think the opposite. I think
1: people ignore those signs when they want it to be something. It's not. I think if you weren't interested in the relationship, if you weren't, if you were afraid of commitment, again, I'm just thinking about it from the question or the person who asked the questions perspective. You wouldn't be missing the signs if if you didn't want to be part of it, right? Um, I think. I think hoping that a relationship is what you hope it is and you want it to be and it's the the optimist's viewpoint on relationships versus looking for fowls you're looking for gold right so you look for gold yeah. even if even if it's pewter right and you you only do that for a short period of time some people do it for years so i'm all about looking for gold for as long as you possibly can but but then just realizing how much you can trade that those coins in for and if it's not gold right. value then you know you you need to move on you need to move on um so i i actually don't no, I, yeah. I i think yeah. i agree i yeah. agree with you yeah i
0: agree with you i'm gonna backtrack that and say i agree with you yeah. and yeah. um at the end of the day uh, we all have to it's a great discussion to Look at those things that aren't working for you. Yeah, and be able to communicate that. And if somebody doesn't meet you, like for my example, somebody who doesn't have the DNA, yes, to do what I believe is right, I'm not going to teach that bullshit. No, nope. okay? like that is like the longer term, you are the worse it gets. Okay, so yep, um, uh, that that's not going to happen for me, but. Um, so I would tell this person to look at those things, go deep down, look at those things that are, they have to be yellow flags there for them to say that. And if they're asking
1: the question, clearly they know.
0: Yeah. They
1: know. And Um, then
0: communicate it. Yeah. Give, give the person a chance. Mine, mine wouldn't have changed a damn thing, but. But did
1: you give them a chance? I mean, like, did you have that conversation?
0: No. Okay. But did
1: you say things weren't working for you?
0: No. Okay. okay. It was a great lesson.
1: Yeah, it is a good lesson. It is a good lesson. I learned it. We all I learn it. it. I mean, you know what? That's This is painful, what but life is for. Yeah, good lesson. Pain, painful, but...
0: Well, some people learn it when they're younger. I, I learn it like now, <laughs> but it's okay.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing, Holly. I do think even if you learned it... When I you haven't were...
0: done a bunch of dating. No. Yeah, I haven't done a bunch of dating. So, you know, it is what it is. But I do think even if you learn it when
1: you're young, Holly, like we all are humans and like you settle into a routine and you just like anything, any good skill is it's practiced. It's implemented and it's practiced. And so even if you knew it as a as a child or as a, you know, somebody in your early, early life, um, if you don't use that for a period of time, that muscle isn't strong. So, you know, even if you knew it, you know, you kind of forget it. Truth be told, uh, we all do. So, and, and, you know, you can compound that with whether, the, you know, self esteem, worthiness, all those other things that so many of us women, I'm not saying this is you, I'm just saying, you know, potentially even the, the, the person who asked the question, all those things aren't maybe as sharp as they, they once were. And, and we have to make sure that we feel worthy in of ourselves. And then everyone else should rise to the occasion or above the occasion, period.
0: I love that. I love that. So Gina, we're going to wrap it up with mirror, mirror on the wall. And the first question is, uh, I'm sad with COVID and the, the sweep up of that is stay present. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't think of the future, do what makes you happy right now and know that it's like the STP, you know, it'll move, (laughs) you'll move through it. Um, And your ass is not broken. Listen, your
1: ass is not broken.
0: My ass was broken. My (laughs) ass and my Unja were completely ripped up. Okay, it was not good. That sounds awful. uh, The other thing, (laughs) and the other thing is the dating, if you have yellow flags, even anything dating, husband, friend if you have yellow flags, you need to know what they are. And try to communicate that with the person. And if it doesn't work for you, then you have another decision point to make. So that's
1: what I would say, Gina. 100% agreed. Couldn't be better advice.
0: Listen, we're hoping we can not be in lockdown soon. Yeah, this is harder. It doesn't feel the same. And I miss you. And I miss you too. All right. All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit
0: us at our website, www.loauncorked.com. See you soon. Bye.